for today's episode of Excuse Me, I'm Speaking. Of course, it will be hosted by yours truly, the one and only, moi, moi, me. It will be hosted by She is Twinkle. Call me Antoinette, call me Twinkle. As long as you're calling my name, that's all that matters because I am your host that does the most, but you love it. Yeah, we have so much to cover in today's episode. I know y'all probably side-eyeing me out there like, girl, where have you been? Why? Why didn't you post days ago? Okay, better late than never. I promise y'all I have a legitimate excuse. I got bit by the COVID bug. Okay, y'all once again. Okay, so y'all already know that's at the top of today's list to talk about. Okay, so let's just go ahead and dig right into it. All right. So yeah, this all started about a week ago on Friday. Okay. So my body was straight up telling me no, and I should have listened. Now, what do I mean by that? Okay, so there was once a songwriter, we're not going to mention their name, okay? But it is a very known song where they're saying, my mind is telling me no, but my body, my body was telling me yes with a run, all that. Yeah, so (laughs) y'all. This time around, my body kept telling me no. Like if I felt like it was like screaming no, like like an R&B, like like a desperation no. But I was like, you know, maybe it is just like it's cold outside. It's the flu. You know, I don't have to think anything of it. Maybe it ain't that bad. Let me take some emergency. Um, let me just you know drink a little bit of this Theraflu tea, and it'll go away. How many people out there do the same thing? You know, y'all feel a little sickness come on. You're like, let me just take a little bit of something right now. I'm not going to be alarmed. This will be gone like tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah, that was not the case for me. I woke up the next morning and it was worse. Okay. Then it was body aches and it was like a lot of congestion and I had a headache. I was irritable. I was just like mad that I was not feeling better. Like what in the world? Okay. (sighs) Yeah. So as the day went by, I continued to try to take medicine. You know, maybe it's a sinus infection or something, you know, going through that whole trying to like self-diagnose yourself. Yeah. Still getting worse and worse, like body hurting, like neck hurting, shoulder, all of that. I'm like, what is going on with me? Okay, next day comes by. Then it's Sunday. I am just like getting worse. (laughs) And at this point, I'm like, okay, my body keeps saying no, but like you need to say something more than no. Like tell me what's up. Like what, what is the problem? I was sicker than sick. Okay, so I'm not one to like rush to urgent care or emergency room or anything like that because in my mind that just equals dollars not assistance but hey I'm not saying don't go if it's emergency go okay now y'all I was like okay it it couldn't get no worse than what it is let me just take a COVID test to just rule things out so that I can like scratch that off my list. I don't have COVID. Maybe this is a really bad sinus infection. Yeah. Took the test at home test 
15 minutes later ding 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 round two congratulations you have covid once again yeah that was like a game show i was not trying to win but this was my second time playing and yes i felt like it was a fight a battle back and forth between myself and covid 19. yeah okay I've lived to tell the story, so of course I won the battle, but y'all, this second time around, round two, I think of it like Mortal Kombat, you know, you waiting and it's like round two, ding, 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 fight. Y'all, I thought I was ready and I wasn't, okay? So let me tell you about it, okay? Now, first of all, this positive test of mine, I was not expecting, okay? Now, this is very similar to another test I've taken, and that was, let me see, I have two lovely, beautiful children, but when you get a positive test on a pregnancy test, and you were on birth control, you're like, what in the what? Like, I wasn't expecting this. And all the feelings and emotions come. Yeah, and that was exactly the exact way that I felt when I took this COVID test. And I'm like, what in the what? I wasn't expecting this, but I should have known, okay? The last time I had COVID, it didn't come with all this extra, but let me just take you back through memory lane, okay? So January 2022, I had COVID and it was that new Omicron variant that was out at the time. A lot of people were getting it and I was like, oh my gosh, what a horrible way to start off the year. I can't breathe, especially at night. It was just not a good time. Okay. Yeah. Now fast forward January, 2023. I mean, it's just funny how ironic this is. I have COVID once again. And I'm like, okay, last year was a very interesting year for me. A lot of changes. And I should have known it was going to be a roller coaster ride from the way that the year started off. I mean, it, it ended great. It was a great turnout. But now once again. So, you know, I'm just going to say that God must have some great things in store for me on this 2023 year ahead of me because this was a doozy. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to call this COVID, this is a new COVID, okay? And it's literally a new variant of COVID out there. So, for those of y'all that um, think that COVID is just, like, not real anymore, oh, it's gone, it's a thing of the past, the news ain't talking about it, oh, you know, everybody is out and about, no mask, all that, everything is back to normal, y'all, it is not, okay, and you could get COVID, so please still be safe, please learn from my experience. Now, I have no idea, like, when I got it or how I got it, but I do know I am the only one in my household, once again, who has COVID, so... There is a new variant out, and so I'm assuming that's why I experienced so many different symptoms this time around. The new variant is called XBB 1.5, and it's in the Omicron lineage. So it is still a part of that Omicron variant. It has just like mutated into something that for me, the experience was worse, okay? So yeah, of course, I am looking into this like when I first find out I have it because I'm like, okay, so how are people reacting to this? Like, I need some information on it. Like, do I need to do something different? Like, you know, 
uh, let me just like read up on it. So um, in my research, um, I've been like scouring the internet and I was reading articles and things of that nature. And I do know that a lot of sources are saying right now, this specific like variant um, is like very heavy in China. So I don't know if any of y'all are traveling overseas anytime soon, or I don't know if they're going to like start putting some more restrictions up, but perhaps they should, um, because it is running wild over there. So, um, pray for them over in China ever since as of January 13, 2023, there have been 900 million cases of COVID since the restrictions were lifted a while back. So they are really going through it over there. A lot of people, whether they're vaccinated or unvaccinated, and um, the numbers are also increasing here in the United States as well. Some of the reports I read, um, they said that there's been increased hospitalizations in several states, especially some of the bigger states as well. I did not even realize that these numbers were going up because they're not talking about it. So that's making me wonder, like, why are you guys not talking about it? You were throwing it in our face when COVID was new and prevalent on the scene. And now you want to make it seem like it's gone and it's not. And it's affecting many of us out here. Some people um, are not doing well with this um, strain of the COVID. And there's people have been reported having heart attacks, strokes, like all those things. So I don't want to put a damper on the podcast for sure, but I want to give you that dose of reality. So that leads me to believe with some of the COVID numbers increasing throughout the world, my question of the day to you guys is, how do you feel about shutdowns? Or to be more specific, would you just absolutely hate the idea of another temporary shutdown? Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, of course, you can share those with me. Um, comment um, on my pictures on Instagram at sheistwinkle1, or you can send me direct messages in there, or just hit me up directly. I want to hear your thoughts. My thoughts on that, y'all already know. I'm an introvert. Like, what? Like, we all shut down just for like a week? Like, I feel like we need a pause. We need a break. Let's disinfect Let's everybody pull it together, okay? Let's learn some more of these like cleaning protocols again because I think a lot of people just forgot because they feel like COVID is gone, but it's not. And then once we are able to get it together, then we can come back out into the public safely. All right, all right, okay. So anyways, back to my COVID story, okay? So, y'all, I'm trying to look at the glass half full when reflecting on this situation, okay? So, y'all, I am a little silly if y'all haven't caught on. The first thought that came to my mind when I saw that positive COVID test was, okay, you have COVID, that's okay. We're not going to look at this as like a sickness. We're going to look, look at this as like a free weight loss supplement, okay? Y'all, I, I know I'm not the only one out there that's thought like that before, okay? And I know if there's some other women out there listening and even men out there, you tried to like, you know, 
look at things on the bright side, okay? Like, okay, well, I am sick, don't have as much of an appetite, but might lose, you know, a cute little like three, four pounds, okay? So that's how I was thinking, you know, just trying to make myself feel better. Um, Another plus to it was nobody wants to see you or be around you for doctor's visits. So instead of looking at that as a negative, I looked at it as, oh, I get to save money on gas. I ain't got to get dressed, none of that, because really, I don't even feel like it. My body is in pain. So yeah, that's exactly what I did. Um, I had to set up a virtual appointment with my doctor's office and let tell them my symptoms, and we basically did like a FaceTime call, and they're able to see me, and yeah... I was going through it, okay? So there is, I was wondering why I was having so many like body pains. So I was having pain in like my neck, my shoulder, um, like even my hands. Um, You start to have all types of like skin issues that arise with COVID as well. And yeah, it was just giving me the blues, okay? So thankfully, the doctor filled me in on exactly what was going on with me with COVID. So, of course, COVID affects everybody differently. And even if it's your second time around, you may experience it better than than the first time or worse. And my specific situation, it was a lot worse because I literally woke up to a new symptom every single day. And it was totally unexpected. And the other symptoms weren't getting better. They were just getting worse. So it was like one day I would have congestion. Then the next day I had a cough. And I didn't realize how constant the cough was until the doctor actually prescribed me medicine to stop the cough. Okay, so I'll get into that in a second. So I had congestion one day, then it developed into a cough, then the body aches and pains. And then it was like major, like painful headache. It was just nonstop. It was like, like throbbing pain in my neck and there was pain down my arm. And then like all types of like skin issues started to arise out of nowhere. And like, you can get, um, like cysts and stuff like when like on your uh, like for instance like it was like on my hand I like suddenly got a cyst and I'm like what is this and it was painful and that was like oh my gosh don't run to google you run to google I'm like oh my gosh I have COVID and I could be dying of five other things right now yeah mm -mm. so thank god for this virtual doctor's appointment Um, because he was able to fill me in on what was going on in my body. So he explained to me better how inflammation works. So a lot of times, of course, that occurs like when there's any sign of like virus or sickness in your body. So yeah, that's why I was in so much constant pain because it was inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. So the doctor let me know I could take 600 milligrams of ibuprofen and alternate that between a thousand milligrams of Tylenol. And so I noticed that when I would take the Tylenol, like there wasn't much pain relief, especially the pain that I had in my neck and my shoulder. And it just wasn't going anywhere. Well, um, after doing some research on it, I realized that Tylenol is, which is also acetaminophen, that is not a 
it is not an anti-inflammatory drug. So that's why it's not easing up any of that pain. Whereas like a lot of times I've had like a toothache in the past and I can take Tylenol and it actually helps and I feel better. So, but the ibuprofen worked every time. The ibuprofen is an anti-inflammatory drug. So it relieves, relieves some of that inflammation. So I was really happy about that. Um, he also had noticed when I was on the call with him, which is why the virtual visits are important because some of the symptoms that you might not even notice about yourself, or you might have like kind of downplayed it. The doctors can actually see that from your behavior on camera or just for that short period of time that they're on camera with you. So the doctor was able to see that, like I had a constant cough but I never mentioned like anything about the cough bothering me because it become it had become so normal for me at that point so um I did let the doctor know I wasn't able to like sleep for whatever reason no matter what medicine I took I just could not sleep which was not helping me to get any better because of course with most um sicknesses of this nature they let you know get as much fluids and rest as possible so your body can heal itself, okay? I could not get rest. And so the doctor informed me the reason why I wasn't able to get rest is as simple as it sounds, but it was that constant cough that I had that was like not giving me any sense of relief to even be able to rest. So the doctor was able to prescribe me some liquid cough medicine and some like, like um, p prescription pills for it too as well. So of course, the doctor then at the end of the visit wanted to ask me if there was any questions or concerns I had moving forward. And so my concern was I needed some information for myself and for my kids as far as like, how do I just try to avoid getting sick? What are some preventative measures I can take? Because as I referenced to earlier in the podcast, I had the flu in December and now in January, I have COVID. Last January, I had COVID. So I try to wear my mask um, especially if I'm in a, a public place with a lot of people. Um, but I can't say that I like do that regularly all the time. So I know that's something I can get better at. So, but I needed to know, is there something I can like eat or take to help to build my immune system? So the doctor did let me know that um, vitamin C, vitamin D and zinc are the recommended vitamins that you should take daily to help build up your immune system so that it can better help fight off like any type of sickness that um, tries to enter into your body. So um, I did immediately look into that and I have received it now. So for those of you out there that would like to build up your immune system as I am doing myself. Um, I went to good old amazon.com and I um, actually just started typing in like vitamin C and I think it, this was the first result to come up. But this one is actually by Nature's Way and it's called Immune Power Triple Action Blend. They are gummy vitamins. 
if you're like myself and you don't like those like big chalky vitamins. Um, it is actually vitamin C, vitamin D and zinc all in one, which was ironic because those are the three that the doctor told me for immune system. So that was like right on time. Perfect. Um, you can take them for kids and adults. So the serving size just differs depending on if it's a child or an adult. So I definitely think I wanted to definitely give that information away. Yeah, build up your immune systems. It is the winter time. If you, um, even if you're not in a cold state, like COVID numbers are going up. So if you could do anything to build your immune system, make sure you get yourself some vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc in your system on a daily basis. Also, I wanted to let send a reminder out there to all of you that don't have like COVID tests at home readily available. You can get them for free. Okay. Free 99. Okay. In other words, $0, no credit card needed. Please go to covid.gov. Yeah, it's legit because the rest the website is .gov, okay? So covid.gov forward slash tests, and that's with an S on the end. covid.gov forward slash tests. If you go on there, the page will pop up. Um, it has a bunch of like COVID information and it has places for free testing centers, but you can simply click on the big red link I believe it's a button on the page that says get your free test now you click on it you put your name and your address because it's going to send you to the ups website and they will send four free COVID tests to your house no questions asked you don't have to put your social anything like that you will get your um, COVID test and that is why we have so many because my husband has done it for us before. We've had family members send free ones to our houses. So anytime we get sick, if we can at least rule that out to not continue to spread it, then that is how we do our part to make sure everyone around us is safe as well. So yeah, that was my COVID experience. Um, one thing I forgot to mention about my virtual visit with the doctor's office, y'all, even though it's virtual, it's the same experience. They legit gave me like hold music before the doctor popped up on the screen, y'all. I felt like I was waiting in a lobby or like on an elevator. And once you start humming to the hold music, you know that obviously you call the doctor like way too much. <laughs> like what? Like I memorized the whole music song. So that was a laugh out loud moment for me. I had to laugh at myself for that one. Obviously there have been times where I have been guilty of being a hypochondriac. Yes, that is a person that worries unnecessarily about their health. And, you know, maybe I should have been more of a hypochondriac last Friday when I just thought it was nothing okay anywho y'all so uh, zeroing out of I have nothing else to say about COVID it was here it was gone please do not come back knocking on my door I don't want a round three all right so getting into the next portion of today's show yeah I have not forgot about streaming so on today's episode we're not going to go through any of my weekly shows we are going to do one major streaming spotlight y'all the show 
is called Your Honor. Yeah. This is an amazing show. People have been talking about it since it came out, I believe, in like 2020 or 2021. And where was I? Like, I didn't have showtime. Yeah, and this is why I have showtime now, okay? I just can't even get rid of it at this point. It is on the second season now. I binge watched the first season while I was on my sick bed. It was worth every single second. So for those of y'all out there that like, um, like murder mysteries, um, crime, drama, like courtroom action, um, the cover-ups, the whodunit, who's going to take the fall for it. Yeah, this is the show for you. It was like a roller coaster ride and I was strapped in the entire ride and I enjoyed it. Yeah, so uh, spoiler alert here. I'm going to go into a major moment on the show and that is basically the turning point for the show and it is where the problem arises and I want to know your opinions on it because I feel a way about it, okay? So in the show, there is a 17-year-old boy and he is driving through a neighborhood and this is already not a great day for him. It is the anniversary of his mother's death, okay? Okay. So at the same time, he is driving through a neighborhood, not a great neighborhood. Um, He's intimidated by some of the kids that also live in the neighborhood. And he sees a black truck following behind him. And so he starts to panic because it's riding slow behind him as if it's following him or it's going to speed up and catch up to him. He's obviously not about that life. Okay, I wouldn't be either. Don't trip. Anyways, so on the show, he is like internally freaking out, panicking, okay? I know sometimes there have been times I've been driving and I'm sure y'all can attest to it as well where you're like, dang, this car been behind me for a second. Like, let me just like make a left turn and see if they like turn left too because I I need an escape plan, obviously. Then you realize you was just tripping when nobody following you. They just happen to be going in the same direction as you, okay? Well, in his case, they really were following him. And so instead of him going through that whole like mental process of like, what should I do? Should I like turn left, da-da-da-da? He starts freaking out internally, but having a like full on asthma attack. Okay, so his is not just a panic attack. It is a asthma attack and he literally can't breathe. Okay, now this is reoccurring for him throughout the show, because whenever he gets put in a really stressful situation where he feels like the walls are caving in around him, he literally starts gasping for air and he immediately needs his inhaler. So in this specific case, when he was driving, his inhaler was on the floor in his car. So imagine 17 year old kid and they're driving their car and they're trying to look in the rear view mirror to look at this car that's following them. So they're panicking more They're at the same time, they have one hand on the wheel and then one hand trying to lean over and reach for that inhaler because they're literally running out of air and they cannot breathe. And the moment he leans over even further to try to grab the inhaler before he runs out of literal breath, he feels that he hits something, <gasps> he hits something big. Okay. 
He is not on a highway or near a forest. He is in a neighborhood. So if you hit something that big, you know that this is bad news bears. Oh my gosh. So he stopped grabbing for the inhaler at this point. He just stopped the car because he realized he hit something. Hesitant to get out the car. He gets out the car anyway. And he realizes, oh my gosh, I hit another kid. And I'm saying another kid because he's a 17 year old kid himself. So a kid has now hit another kid with a car and the kid is like literally bleeding. And the boy tries to take, get his cell phone, his actual cell phone. So the boy that hit the boy, he has, he goes over to him. He still can't breathe. But he's not worried about his life at this point because he has made a terrible mistake by accident because he was trying to get his inhaler. So at this point, he's no longer focused on the inhaler. He goes over to the kid. He's trying to like help him to like not choke. So he's literally like trying to like take blood out of his mouth. He calls 911 and at that point, when 911 picks up, he couldn't talk. He was wheezing into the phone. So that's how much of a panic situation it was for him as well. So the 911 operator is assuming that they're listening to the person that needs help. Like that person is dying on the phone, but they're not saying anything. That's not who they're listening to. They're listening to the boy that hit him, but he's trying to get him help, but he literally can't breathe because he doesn't have his inhaler. So at this point, the boy is like, both of them are literally dying. So he couldn't get any words out to speak. So he drops the phone and then he literally crawls to his car to try to get the inhaler and he gets the inhaler. He's able to take a breath. At that point, now the kid is no longer living and he is like, whoa, I'm in a bad neighborhood. There was a car following me at one point. Nobody can catch me here. I didn't mean for all this to happen. And he leaves the scene, okay? Goes home, washes off all the blood and everything, then goes to his dad and tells his dad he needs help. Come to find out his dad is a major judge in the city. And so his dad is freaking out like, okay, okay. Like, so you were having an asthma attack. Okay. So it's okay. Cause it, like, it wasn't like within your control, but you left him. So he's not alive. Oh my gosh. So of course his dad is a parent. He goes into panic mode and he's like, okay, you're not going to go to jail from this. I can't lose you. Apparently his wife, he had lost his wife just the year before. And he's like, you have your whole life ahead of you. Okay. We're going to like figure out, you know, a way to like make this like work in our favor because like, you're really a good kid. Like it was like, you should have stayed, but oh gosh. Okay. And so when he gets to the police station, so he can try to pull some favors, he realizes that the kid that has actually been hit by his son and that has died is the child of the uh, one of the biggest um, crime families in the city and this is bad news bears dun 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 okay i hope y'all love that sound effect of mine okay 
But anyways, y'all, so of course there is like drama and mayhem and madness and cover-ups and schemes and all types of stuff that happens from there. Y'all should definitely watch um, Your Honor, catch up on the first season and the second season. Those shows are now playing every Friday on Showtime on the app. So that leads me to the question of, do you believe that the boy that hit the other boy was at fault, okay? Now, I'm gonna give y'all my two cents, okay? And I am really anxious to know about how y'all feel about it, okay? Inbox me. If you have my number, text me. I wanna know. Hit me up on Instagram. She is twinkle one, okay? So, do you believe that he was at fault, okay? I personally believe that because it was technically a hit and run, it looks like a cover up. So yes, he, he is at fault for that reason. Now, he was literally having an asthma attack trying to get his inhaler. Now he could have like maybe thought quick and like, pulled the car over, like just stopped the car. Mind you, he was being followed by another car at the time. So that's probably why he didn't stop. He is trying to save his own life. And in the midst of trying to save his life because he's dying, he accidentally loses sight of the road and takes another life. That's a hard one. Like now I'm not saying by like court definition because I don't know like the definitions of like, you know, whether he would be considered to be at fault or not, if he would have stayed, if he would have taken um, his inhaler and then calmed himself down and then called 911 and sat there, he probably still would have been charged for something. But looking at this from the outside, looking in, how do y'all feel about this situation? I want to know your thoughts. Do you believe he was at fault? If somebody accidentally hits another person, but they've like had a heart attack, but they survived the heart attack, are they at fault? I don't know. Y'all let me know your thoughts or maybe y'all do know all the technical jargon and courtroom jargon that would be used in that case. I am just very curious. Of course, his dad is a judge on the show and this is like crime drama at his finest so um spoiler alert of course he gets off and like he does he's not even he doesn't even take it to case it get to the courtroom it gets pinned on someone else and there's a series of misfortunate events that happen from there but even the fact that he felt like he was getting away with it is he really getting away with it because mentally it was like turmoil for him and his dad it was worse than actually just taking the blame for it now some people might argue like well no you can deal with that mentally at least you won't be in jail but they kind of tortured themselves and his ultimate um, demise what happens to him at the end of the season is just a very unfortunate ending for him and I wonder if, you know, he would have done things differently. That wouldn't have been his final storyline. So that kind of gives it away what happens to him. 
But anywho, I would love to know you guys' thoughts on that discussion topic. So, y'all, I'm torn. I'm torn in between the two. But I'm here for the show, and I absolutely love it. So, new episodes Fridays on the Showtime app. Now, y'all know that I like to have a quote of the day on every single podcast that I do. Today is no different, y'all. And I think it really speaks to um, my topics for today. Just dealing with COVID or if you deal with any type of sickness or any type of like struggle in life, everybody goes through some type of something, okay? Everybody has a story to tell or a story that they're currently like living or writing. So yeah, this quote is perfect. I I don't know who wrote the quote, so I cannot quote them, but let's just give credit to the internet, okay? The quote is, life is like a camera. Focus on what's important capture the good times, develop from the negatives, and if things don't work out, take another shot. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that one more time, as I always do. Of course, this quote is, um, the theme is like um, photography. So when I say the quote, think of an actual camera. So it says, life is like a camera. Focus on what's important, capture the good times, develop from the negatives, and if things don't work out, take another shot. Yeah, this has been another episode of Excuse Me, I'm Speaking. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sorry if I sounded like a man today because I'm still getting over sickness. But yeah, thank you for bearing with me and sticking it through. Please mask up if you can. If there's going to be a lot of people, please be safe. And until next time, Holla. Love you all. Bye-bye.